Breakfast in the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thursday. It is also February 14th. We all got the pink red memo today. We did. It's very different, though. <laughs> it is St. Valentine's Day, and <laughs> do you have plans for your... If you forgot that it's Valentine's Day... I don't have um, plans. If you don't have plans and you're uh, <laughs> you're trying to figure out what to do for dinner for your sweetie, don't worry. We're coming to the rescue today. We've got some tips for you for last-minute um, Valentine's Day dinners. Uh, we are doing something special now that I remember it, but that's only because my husband's been begging me for it for the last like three days, four days. Going it's a special a food. No, oh. it's food. No, he he actually rode his bike this morning. Got out of bed like... Well, it's 40-something degrees about outside. About at the time that you get out of bed, he got out of bed and <laughs> went on a bike ride. <laughs> In the dark. In the dark. Oh, well, thanks be to God. <laughs> he it came is, home. It is a little bit warmer here in St. Louis, so we can get out and enjoy some of those things uh, outside today. So maybe go for a walk with your sweetie for Valentine's Day if you're in a place where it's not five degrees. Yeah. Um, you never know. Or snowshoeing, maybe. There I don't know. Go. Ice skating? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know... Valentine's Day is a great day to talk about a love story too, right? It is. We're going to talk about a Lutheran love story. It's gonna don't be turn really, us off just yet. It's, it's going to be really fun. It's not mushy. Okay, maybe it's a little. It mushy. might be mushy. I don't know. It might be. Thanks to our <laughs> friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. Cuw.edu. All right. So, last minute Valentine's Day dinner mm-hmm. ideas. Um, probably too late to make reservations anywhere. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you is. could try. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience or anything, but it's it's too late to make last minute <laughs> reservations. Here to help us uh, with some ideas of how to go about a a uh, last minute Valentine's Day meal in studio. Aaron Nielsen, he's with LCMS Disaster Response, also kitchen guru, has a degree if in culinary arts. If you follow him on Facebook, he's he's the brains behind a Lutheran B and B as well, and author. He does. What don't you do? There are a few things I haven't okay. tried yet. <laughs> yet. But True and, multi it's like multi potential day in studio today. It is. That's right. Just, Just bring throw all that the, word out. What, what all kinds of things we do. So I Aaron <laughs> always cooking and the the always cooking great things and posting them on Facebook. I'm trying to figure out if he's like trying to sell me food or something because they're always know. like very tempting uh pictures of food. Here's the question. Would you pay for it? And then I'll figure out a product. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's man. a good idea. He's not that far away. I could actually just go, you know, like yeah. steal the food out of his kitchen when he's not looking. So, Well, now uh, that you've told everybody, I he's going to be looking. <laughs> he's going to be watching. <laughs> so are you are you making dinner tonight or do you have dinner? Uh, do you have reservations somewhere? We don't have reservations. And actually, as you mentioned, I have a culinary degree and we learned over and over again, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas Day, all of the holidays, you just avoid restaurants. The service is bad. The food's usually expensive and not worth the price. You just avoid restaurants. So I've told my wife from the beginning, I love you, but that's why I'm not taking you out on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Thankfully, she believes me. So I'm off the hook in that regard. But I'll probably end up cooking something tonight. But since this is last-minute Valentine's Day recipes, I haven't decided yet. Ooh, hey. Right, can, so this, this is getting the juices right going. We can I decide was, on air. I was afraid we were going to ruin the surprise for Mrs. Nielsen. No. <laughs> if, we ever had, like, this, if we had this big, like, elaborate plan for dinner, because when you see the things that he makes and, and he shares them on Facebook, I'm thinking, that like, that was an elaborate plan. But I'm getting the sense that maybe it's not always a big plan. Maybe oh, it's no. just a... A lot of, a lot of times like. I choose about the day before or... 
sometimes during the day, like at lunch, I'll say, oh, you know what sounds really good? Chinese food. I want to go and get it. Let's make it, you know. Yeah. Well, or, or sometimes it's the uh, get home and look in the fridge and say, hmm, what do I have and what can I make with it? Exactly. My <laughs> well, wife and I always I joke about having a cooking show. Uh, there's the, the show Cutthroat Kitchen where you have to cook something, but then there's all of these uh, obstacles that you can give to each other and make it harder. And we <laughs> thought a really awesome. fun... It's a great show. It's hilarious. <laughs> Alton Brown is the host of oh, it. Oh, of course. And, yeah. Oh, it's my... Uh, what's my doppelganger? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's great. That's well, we true. thought of an even funner show or more fun show. Let's talk right here. Where <laughs> we you, don't do English well. you have a fully stocked kitchen with everything that you need, all the tools and ingredients you could possibly imagine, but any one of them could be rotten. Oh no. And so you look in, in there kitchen, and you start making your plan. Chance. You start making your plan and you start cooking. And then the key ingredient you need it is rotten, and you have to figure out something to do with it. It could be a really fun show. That, what see, is I this? Would do that. A I'm show just that making it oh, you're just show making this make up. up. Yeah. Oh well, Let's that's like it. reality in right. our kitchen every week, well, especially when it comes to produce. Real like, life. When did we buy this pro? Oh yeah, that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> it's yeah. not safe to use anymore. <laughs> is there mold on it? Eh, maybe I shouldn't use that. Scrape it. Off. Does it smell good? Yeah. Okay, we can, we're fine. <laughs> it's a smell test in our house. <laughs> it doesn't smell bad. We're using it. This does not sound like uh, <laughs> Valentine's dinner is going to be no. very good. Well, I already have ours planned out, but you know, we won't talk about my meals on this program. Um, Aaron, do you have uh, any favorite go-to last-minute meals or, or items that, that can make a meal? Because sometimes it's all about having the right ingredients in order to kind of throw something together at the last Absolutely. minute. Absolutely. I always like to have some sort of meat in the freezer, just at all times, whether it's chicken, some sort of sausage, some sort of beef. I go with chicken most of the time because it's cheap. And you can, you can buy it in bulk and throw it in the freezer, and then you always have something on hand. Keep a couple of cans of chicken broth or stock mm-hmm. on hand. Always keep some rice and then some frozen vegetables. And you can mm-hmm. usually make something good just with those three elements. And if you really want to make it fast, get yourself an Instant Pot. Mm-hmm. I'm serious about this. It feels like cheating, but it's totally not. Well, that, because you mentioned keeping, you know, various types of meat in the freezer. But if this is a last minute meal, you can't thaw out a steak in like five minutes. And or that's 10 where minutes. the instant pot comes in. It's fantastic. Set that thing for high pressure. Ten minutes. Make sure it's covered up with liquid. And that's going to be thawed and cooked by the time that thing gets up to pressure, cooks for ten minutes. And then the pressure releases. We I used to moonlight at a butcher shop on Saturdays and our freezer was always full of sausages and meat and that Mm. sort of thing and we would for breakfast we would just throw a pound of sausage in the instant pot and cook it and after about 15 minutes it was ready and so if you truly have forgotten to do anything but it's in your freezer you can still do something in the instant pot but I would recommend thawing it first because you will get a better product in the end yeah so I guess uh, rule number one for tonight if you forgot go buy yourself an instant pot first (laughs) and then make your meal But Note to self. That's a lovely Valentine's Day gift. Isn't right? it? Here, oh, honey, look what I got you. That breaks all the rules. Like, anniversary <laughs> and Valentine's Day should not be a gift that you plug in, right? I mean, you know. Um, what about uh, things that, that maybe you have a normal meal that is kind of, you know, just what you have whenever? What can you do to make it fancier or more fun? I got my wife to love Brussels sprouts. Ooh, you got to cook them right. You do have to cook them right. You can't overcook them. Greens mm-hmm. in general, if you overcook them, they're mm-hmm. going to be bitter. Mm-hmm. In fact, you get your mustard greens, you overcook them, they release these gases. That's literally mustard gas. Oh, good. So there you know. 
tip to everybody. Absolutely. Don't do that. Don't Fancy. create mustard gas in your kitchen. Huh. <laughs> Won't feel well after that. Cook up. <laughs> Cut up some bacon into small pits. Oh, bacon makes everything better. Absolutely. Bacon saves every meal. <laughs> Cook that up, drain off the grease, not all of the grease, you want some of that. You want the flavor. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you put your your Brussels sprouts in. I like to cut my Brussels sprouts mm-hmm. in half just mm-hmm. to make them a little bit more, more bite-sized and just kind of saute those until they're nice and soft. And then put a little bit of brown sugar, a little salt and pepper, and then if you want to put some sort of spices on there, you can, but it doesn't need it at that mm-hmm. point. And that'll take Brussels sprouts, which is usually that meal that kids and most people just say, I hate, mm-hmm. which is actually a pretty healthy vegetable, mm-hmm. and turns it into something that people actually actually say, wow, I'm going to eat Brussels sprouts all the time now. Mm-hmm. And that's happened happened for us. We've taken it to parties and mm-hmm. and dinners, and people just love it. So that's yeah. a great way. You probably have brown sugar somewhere. You probably <laughs> have Brussels sprouts in your freezer because you were on a health kick after Christmas saying, I'm going to eat more vegetables. <laughs> yeah, well, you <laughs> and know. And now you know what to do with them. Yeah. Yeah, I think the number one rule about Brussels sprouts is never boil them. No. It no. is just not. Mm. Just don't. We- Oven. Oven's the way to go. There is a restaurant here in St. Louis <laughs> that I have been to before where they serve them like that, but they don't cut the bacon just into tiny little bits, and they don't, and they probably don't drain off any of the grease because it's <laughs> they're just smothered in bacon. They're delicious that way. But I've been um, one of our side dishes, our vegetables lately. I've just I think I might have gotten this idea from you, Sarah. Is uh, just a, a variety of vegetables on like a, a, a tray or cookie sheet, little olive oil, little salt. Or a lot of olive oil. Or a lot of olive oil. If you live in my house. (laughs) Modest amount of salt. And and just roast them in the oven. It's so easy. It's it's so easy. And you can do the same thing with broccoli, too. Broccoli's the best. Cooks real well well Mm -hmm. that way. Pan frying cauliflower is actually really good. Yeah. My father-in-law had never heard of that until he came to our house. And he's like, you're pan frying cauliflower? But he actually ate some, and it was really good. I know so, some people on like the South Beach diet, they'll do that, and they'll toss it in buffalo sauce. And then you oh, get kind of your buffalo wing fix. Yeah. So here's your last minute <laughs> Valentine's Day dinner. Uh, throw the steak in the Instapot. Is that right? You you can do that. I would, if it's thawed, I would recommend thawing it if you have the time. Brown it on both sides. Make sure you cover that up with some beef broth. Then you cover it with rice. Mm. Make sure that rice is fully covered. And then you put that on 10 minutes on high pressure. Start that. Let it come up to pressure. Let it cook for 10 more minutes after the timer has gone out, and then release the pressure, and you're going to have steak that's tender, juicy, and delicious. You're going to have rice that's flavorful and nice and moist. You scoop that onto the plate. You put your steak on. If you want, you can slice it into some nice pieces, Mm -hmm. garnish it with some parsley, you know, your simple poor man's garnish there, (laughs) and you have a plate that looks delicious that your wife's going to think that you slaved over for hours, (laughs) and she's going to love it. And then throw some, just cut up some vegetables, throw them on a, a cookie sheet in the oven, right? Mm-hmm. And exactly. you got your side dish there. They're, they don't take very long in no, the oven to roast. Yeah, no. pretty good. And, you know, it's Valentine's Day. You want something red, throw some beets in there. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. All right, so hopefully we didn't uh, ruin your surprise for Mrs. Nielsen this evening uh, for Valentine's Day dinner. But uh, you're, you already have the Instant Pot, right? I do have the Instant Pot. Well, I'm going to have to again. stop and get one on the way home. Aaron, thank you so much for your tips for oh, uh, our last-minute Valentine's Day dinner uh, for your loved ones or your sweetie this evening. Um, speaking of sweeties, we've got a story about, uh, well, a nice little love story. Goes a couple hundred years ago. A couple hundred years ago. Fine. <laughs> You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.